Welcome, welcome back after our little hiatus, which we will explain further. But of course, welcome to our group chat. Welcome to Schmuck Boys. Lots have been happening. Lots of stirring in the pot. You know, we're making some new connections, some great podcast guests, some really great stories that people are sending to us. But as always, we start every podcast with a relationship status of the week. So, you know what, we're going to go to the person where we were kind of left off in like a little thread. Okay. First of all, she wanted to soft launch to guess. She wanted you guys to guess where she was going. This girl, if you have her on Instagram, we fully know where she went. (laughs) We fully know where this girl go. (laughs) I don't, what are you guys talking about? I've been here the whole time. No, you have not. (laughs) Yeah, right. Last time we spoke, she wanted to knock on wood. She told you she wasn't going to tell any of you people outside of our group chat mm-hmm. where she was going. But what, what made you tell them? Okay, because it was a successful trip. Imagine I hype up this trip, hyped it up, and then I come back and be like, yeah, we like didn't get along well. It would have been like really awkward. So basically, as I mentioned before, medical school boy who I met in December when I was visiting Israel, made a somewhat last minute decision to use a flight voucher. And I went and visited him the week of Purim. And I was originally only supposed to be there for about 10 days. Um, we got a little surprise as we were literally walking. Which, by the way, 10 days is like a long time. Like 10 yeah, days yeah, like, vacation time already, yeah, like, I feel like. Yeah. She's saying only, you're saying only 10 days. Like I remember the last place I was 10 days anywhere. So like- That's true. Well, I feel like when you go somewhere that far away, like you got to be there at least a week to make. I don't know the travel I'm going, time. <laughs> I'm going to Israel soon for like three days. So, <laughs> the place was revealed. The place was revealed. Are you guys paying attention? <laughs> so yeah, it was only supposed to be ten days. Well, and it had to be that at least that long because with my work schedule, I can't fly during the week because I would miss work. So it had had to be like weekend to weekend. And you were on like work time and stuff. Yeah, I was literally working New York hours. Oh, Mm -hmm. so that was that was a lot of fun. (laughs) But but she had a nice view. I did have a great view. I was only supposed to be there for 10 days. Then as we are literally leaving his apartment to go to the airport. I get my COVID test back and surprise, after two years of avoiding it, I got it. (laughs) But guys, it was fully karma because last time Marla was in Israel, me and Maxine had COVID. So Mm -hmm. now when she went back there, of course, she was forced to stay there and got COVID there. Listen, it was karma, but also I think it was like the world saying, like, stay a little longer. Like, literally, stay though. a little longer. Yeah, it literally was. Come on, that had to have been the happiest, like, you got COVID type of situation. <laughs> that might that be the only happen. time someone is happy to get COVID. What do you think? Literally. Yeah, I think we and, both. And he never got it, right? No, he, the, thankfully him and his roommate had it a month prior. So like they weren't worried at all about getting it. Wow. Cause I obviously <laughs> spread germs. <laughs> um, what but, a chill roommate. <laughs> well, not to the roommate, but, <laughs> oh. um, but the roommate's actually from um, Long Island. Well, he's from. Are you single? 
yeah, yeah he's single he's very tall and he's jewish Listeners. and he's gonna be a doctor guys Listeners. He he said, uh, run he's from <laughs> don't walk run He's from West Hampton. Guys, pro tip. Guys, pro tip. Pro tip. Go to Israel. Find the love of your life. Stay with him and then get COVID so you can stay longer. Uh, <laughs> getting COVID is the new. Oh my gosh, I left my jacket at your place. I have to come back and get it. <laughs> Libby, that was incredible. Thanks. That's a great I, comparison. I work great. pretty wow. I work pretty quick on my feet. You really do. That was but crazy. um, yeah, it was definitely a blessing in disguise, and especially because. He was supposed to come and visit here for Passover because he gets off from the hospital, which we are both really looking forward to. But he unfortunately can't come anymore because he's, I mean, he's really, he's a bit behind on his like studies and he has a big exam coming up. And, you know, it's really important because the exam is on like, I guess med school is separated basically into different like sections. And this is like the surgery rotation, like which is what he wants to go into. So he like has to get a good grade because it's going to show up when he tries to like match for residency and stuff. So it really sucks to know that probably not going to see each other for another three months. Um, But I don't know. It's just kind of like he was he was like surprised. I wasn't mad when he told me that he had to cancel his flight. But I was just like, what would I be mad about? Like, you're doing what's best for your career. Like, it sucks. And I'm really sad. And he was also really sad. But I'm like, but I get it. Like, you have, to, like, I'm not going to tell tell you to be like, oh, right. like, who cares Unless about this you huge can't exam? start something on the wrong foot where, like, you're not going to care about someone else's career yeah. early on. 100%. I feel like that's, like, a good testament to, like, seeing if a person is normal or, like, crazy. Like, mm-hmm. a good, like, normal to crazy scale. Because, like, if someone's going to get in the way of your career, my career, you know, the person's career. And also like, it's in the beginning of things. You can be like, okay, like, you know, I want, if like focusing on your career is important, like you're not going to want that. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's so key because if you're going to see anyone, they need to understand that, you know, you also have important things in your life that you cannot just throw to the side. Like mm-hmm. when my boyfriend and I started going out, it was literally t- weeks before finals Mm -hmm. and I just kind of had to be like I have finals it's gonna be crazy and and it obviously worked out really well and he was extremely extremely understanding about all of it and Mm -hmm. honestly really helpful like throughout that like stressful time I had one of the most stressful final weeks last semester with having like four back-to-back exams something crazy like it should not have happened that way but it did Um, and he was super supportive very much like only if you have time to get together you know like we will see each other after finals I mean joke was on us I remember yeah you remember yeah but then we both ended up getting COVID the second my finals (laughs) were over (laughs) so then it was another 10 days but no but it was better for your communication like everything happens for a reason oh yeah when Jack and I first started I guess like two and a half months in was like his finals week and I stayed with him for like five days and I barely saw him like I saw him for like maybe 20 minutes a day (laughs) while he was doing his finals but like I didn't mind like I was there and I you know it's important you do your, your thing I was working also and then you know he was studying for the CPA for pretty much as long as I can remember for the rest of our relationship so 
from the beginning when I met him, it was very important, like those boundaries to be set. Like he was in school, I was job searching, like we were both busy. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I remember like our third date was right before finals started and I needed a study break, but I also knew I literally could not leave my apartment. Yeah. Well, I literally showed up at my apartment with like all these different fun, like pizza ingredients and toppings and wine. And we just like did a make your own pizza night in my apartment. It was so chill. So fun. Henry. Oh my God. Wait, that was on cue. I love that. (laughs) No, but am I allowed to, are we releasing? Don't we all remember that is he, he released? Exposed. He was exposed on Instagram. Okay, I got nervous ago. for a hot sec. Wow, I almost shushed myself. Libby spilled the beans. Honestly, this is how it was supposed to happen, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da. But yeah, what I'm saying is that Henry, hi, hello, welcome to Schmuck Boys. He came with like pizza stuff to my apartment so that I didn't have to go out during finals, which honestly was one of the most thoughtful things because... I, I wanted to get to know him better and it was a crazy time in my life. And he recognized that, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that it's so crucial when you're in a relationship, whether it be the beginning or whether it be years in, you know, I think that you need to understand when the other person has crucial points in their career, job, school, life, that you're just there for them and help be like an added like an added factor to help the situation and not yeah. make it stressful. We have to do yeah. a whole episode on time. Yes. In a yeah. relationship, like, you know, moving quickly, but also just respecting each other's time, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then like in regards to the test too, like when Jack was taking the CPA, I got him something for each test and the gift kept getting bigger and bigger. So, you know, it's important to like motivate the person you're with, especially if they have something going on. Like, I feel like it's a nice gesture and it's like really small and doesn't take much effort, Yeah, but it goes a long way. hundred percent. You guys are so right. I mean, it's med school, of course. Like, what do you mean? It's not even like a question of you giving more time to med school versus giving time to someone who's across the country or not country, across the world. Of course, it's the most important thing right now because it's going to affect the rest of your life. So yeah, it sucks, but Given co- getting COVID was a blessing in disguise because it gave us like an extra week together. Especially if you can't spend it now, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Sham kind of new and he blessed you with that extra time. Yeah. I was always looking out for us. Yeah, but it was a really great two weeks. We just have so much fun together and we get along so well. And he has like a lot of what I'm looking for. And I, I literally, even though technically we are not like official, I'm not really giving anyone the time of day because I just I'm like I'm not I'm not like interested in it you know and we both are in agreement that basically he'll know by mid-April where he's gonna be next year once he knows where he's going then I think we're gonna have that conversation of where are we now and where are we going in terms of us because we want to be able to plan out like okay if you're like in Boston and I'm here you're in Israel and I'm here like Right. Where are we going to be if we're, if, if we want to have a relationship, what is it going to look like? And we don't, we won't be able to know what it's going to look like until we know where he's going to be. But yeah, I'm feeling, I'm sad, but like, I'm, I'm okay. Because I just like still feel good about us and me, like me and him and where we're at. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> That's a good outlook. Yeah. It's a great outlook. Yeah. But for now you're stuck with us. <laughs>
literally. And obviously, we know that Marla had to have a long update because we really were all behind. Because to be honest, we kind of say this conversation anyways Mm -hmm. um, to be as organic as possible for you guys. So we haven't even really talked about it much. Wait, how? What's up with you guys? Like, how is Perm here in New York? What do you guys dress up as? Oh, wow. Your updates. Honestly, Perm this year was super fun. Um, I was, I did uh, like, the night of Purim Megillah reading, I was at the Chabad here in Brooklyn Heights. Shout out Rabbi Eliyahu. You're the best. Shay, love you. Um, and True. so True. we love them. We, we, we are fans. Um, but it was super fun. They had a really awesome Purim party in their student center. Um, and it was super, super fun. Um, we heard Megillah and then it was just like a really awesome party, DJ, food, snacks, um, just good vibes all around. Henry and I <laughs> could not really come up with a costume idea. Um, so you were we so set though. It's so funny. <laughs> she was literally so set on what she was doing. I was I though? Like, I feel like I was back and forth with a million oh, different Marla, things. by the way, did a matching costume. Oh, okay, Marla. Mention that for a hot sec. She had a little soft launch, if you guys were. Um... I did like a hidden launch on like real stories because he was wearing his like costume mask. And then I did a real, more of a real launch, but also a soft launch on like close friends story because I'm like, we're not official. I'm not going to post his face. Yeah, like my actual Instagram story. <sighs> so only the close friends got to see what he looks like under the Batman mask. <laughs> we love a little launch. Even Jack was invested. He was like, let me see, let me see. You <laughs> looked amazing though. And it was amazing. And honestly, I was like, wow, so creative. Um, but yeah, Henry and I decided to take this as a promotional opportunity for the podcast. <laughs> um, and for those of you who did not see on social media, we, we got to post it on our page. We got to post it on our page. Yeah. I think I posted like myself on the no, page. No, no, no. Post the picture on the page. We will post the pictures. Yes. Um, we wore our matching schmuck boy sweatshirts that were gifted to us by an amazing listener of ours. Shout out Neutral Babe Design. Yeah, that's her mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. Um, she's super cool. Definitely check her out on Instagram. She sent us amazing sweatshirts. She sent them for me, Marla, Libby, Inti, Jack, Henry, like, honestly, they're so cool. We hope to have more in the future. Um, but yeah, so Henry and I wore those amazing sweatshirts and cool. it was super fun. We took a lot of fun pics and it was a great time. Um, so I literally woke Jack up the next morning and I was like, have you worn your schmuck boy sweatshirt yet? And he was like, why the random question? And I was like, because Maxine and Henry did. And so then this weekend he wore <laughs> It was so fun. Good man. Good man. Good man. We could take like a couple, like you and Jack and Henry Maxine, and then I'll just like have like a ghost. (laughs) No, we could get you. We could get you like a printed out picture, but like block his face. Yeah, Yeah. because it's a soft launch still. But agreed. Okay. But what I did want to share also was that um on like perm day, Henry brought me to a perm suda, like a perm meal at his friend's apartment. Oh yeah. And oh, I know. Yes, who Libby knew these people, which was so from funny. childhood. We FaceTimed her from the Suda. I was like, oh, like Libby's one of my best friends. Like, let's all talk. But I have to say, it was so much fun. And it was so incredible to be in a room of people that were just like 
it's a I think it was was it perma Thursday night yeah it was a Wednesday it was a Wednesday Wednesday to a Thursday Mm -hmm. so it was just a room of people that on a Thursday night were in someone's apartment eating and like singing and like just having like a room of people that chose on a Thursday night to sit around a table celebrate a Jewish holiday they were singing they were drinking they were eating and it was honestly so nice like just to see where my life is right now Jewishly. I love when Maxine talks about her neshama it like gives me life yes yes what am I, I eating it. right now off the <laughs> She's eating cholent. Guys, it <laughs> helps your neshama. Maxine sent me a link today that says cholent is good for you. It is. It has so much protein. It has good fats, carbs. You know what? If you're a nutritionist listening to this, cover your ears because I'm probably wrong, but that's okay. Um, but Wait, you guys know like those live, laugh, like love signs have around your house, but you, we should get, it's like cholent is good for your neshama. And like yes. put that on a wall. <laughs> Wait, new sweatshirts. Cholent period. It's good for your neshama. It is. That's hilarious. I, but what I'm saying, you know, I'm just saying like genuinely, it was such a nice perm, especially after having two years of not really having, you know, socialization when it came to Jewish holidays. Mm-hmm. It was so fun to not only be able to celebrate perm this year, but to do it in like such nice atmospheres, like perm night being at Chabad and then perm day being with the guy I'm with, with his amazing friends who are all so, so, so sweet and welcoming. And I've just never felt so welcome, you know, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was an awesome program. That is all. <laughs> That's great. I'm so glad it was so fun. I love it. Any other updates? Oh, Jack and Henry bonding. I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> That's another update. Yeah. So okay. Jack and Henry, I think are, are buddies now. They met finally. Well, they met in they met in two ways. We need to discuss this. First, we okay. So for those of you who know, we have some dear friends over at Meet Jew. Shout out Meet Jew. They had a really fun event. I think it was last Saturday night, two Saturday nights ago in the city. They had a party, and Libby was there earlier in the night with Jack and a few others. I had to come a little bit later. I had my best friend's birthday earlier in the night. So I kind of stopped in afterwards, Mm -hmm. but we were walking on the street and I was just unfazed, (laughs) like didn't notice anything. And all of a sudden you hear Henry go, wait, Maxine, like it's it's Libby and Jack. And you have to remember (laughs) Henry has never even met Jack. He's met Libby, but he hadn't met Jack. And the fact (laughs) that he was able to recognize Jack on the street at like 1230 in the morning and literally they cool. met on the street. It was like, wow, oh my God, so fun. But it was a quick, you know, hello, hello. We parted ways. And then this past Shabbos, we spent a really nice Shabbat dinner. Uh, me, Libby, Henry, and Jack went to Chabad here in Brooklyn Heights. And we had such a fun time. It was a great This vibe, is your honestly. sign to go with your friend on a double date to Shabbat. Yes, that, that was our first double date, Loki. <laughs> but we need to go on a real one. That's Literally amazing. Though. It was so fun. I did not know about you guys running into each other on the street. That's and the fact that Henry was the one that recognized it. I, I didn't even that's realize. I didn't even realize them on the street. It was literally Henry saying, "Wait, look who it is!" And I was just like, "Who is that? Like, who are you pointing at?" And it was Jack. <laughs> I was just like, "Whoa!" 
so but funny. we had a really fun time at Shabbat dinner. It was really great. And now that Marla is back, she will hopefully join us soon. Yes, I know. I miss Shabbat dinners. I feel like I was sad I couldn't even go to them in Israel because I was working Friday yeah. night because it was New York hours. <laughs> All right, Libby. So what's your status update? How was your Purim? What's going on in your life? So Purim, I was kind of a loser and I looked up an old picture of Miley Cyrus, but wore one of my favorite outfits and pretended that it works. Um, I'll just show a demonstration real quick, just so you guys can see what a bad attempt this truly was, but it's fine because it's fine, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, wait. I saw the, I saw the pics. They look good. Okay. So I wore my typical blazer outfit and I pretended every time someone was like, who are you? And I just put my hand in my pocket and I was like, I'm old Miley Cyrus. To be fair, That's you so had funny. to be versatile in your in your clothes because didn't you go to like a synagogue? Yeah, I had to go to a McGillow reading at my synagogue before. Yeah, um, <laughs> and the, then you went the, out. This somewhere nowhere event. So, and my mom was like, you better dress nice. And then she's like, oh, you look very nice oh approval it was also my mom's birthday so then the next day my mom and I got makeovers and then um Jack was with me that weekend and I he actually met my grandparents so that's like a big update my grandparents really liked him my step-grandparents as well as my mom's mom and it was really nice, uh, except, of course, it was like the one day that my mom's building elevator shut down. Mm. So literally Jack's first impression with my step grandparents is him walking behind them as we're walking up eight flights of steps. So mensch behavior. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, so that that was like my my big update. My smaller but more funny update is that, you know, Jack was also here this weekend. We had a really good time. We wake up Saturday morning and what happens? <laughs> we wake up, Jack goes to the bathroom. I haven't brushed my teeth yet. You know, I'm ready to go do that. Start my skincare routine, start my day. I flushed the toilet that I thought he already flushed, but he told me like, hey, like it's a little overflowed. So I tried to obviously flush it again because at this time it was flushed. Obviously. I because so usually funny. it like works, okay? Yeah. Usually it works. I... It like goes down and I only had a toilet cleaner. Bro, when I tell you legit like there's like a tsunami of rain in my apartment, <laughs> it's exploding. And like, it's not just the bathroom. Like it is going into my closets, all over my shoes, all over my closet clothes everything I I'm calling the doorman I'm like seizing like freaking out like like I said like half asleep like have not brushed my teeth yet and I just had the best doorman in the entire world and the best boyfriend in the entire world helping me with the situation so much to the point that when it came to the toilet water laundry Jack so graciously took it and let me shower because I felt so gross but no need for a Passover clean, right? Because my apartment was mops and everything. And now I have a large fan in my apartment, which for once I finally got to hear myself think for the first time in a few days um, because I shut it off to record. 
Don't worry. It will be really loud the second I finish recording. <laughs> it's extremely loud and it's extremely cold. But yeah, thank goodness for Jack being so great and my amazing doorman. That stuff really helps you bond, you know? My boyfriend's the shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, when I saw the, I think it was a TikTok or video you posting of like, so, so like a maintenance person like in your apartment like cleaning I was like what is going on I was like oh, yeah there it was literally like puddles like all over the like everywhere like oh my in God. my closet like everything like literally basically a fourth of my apartment it was a toilet <laughs> it was, yeah exactly and then Jack and I are just like in my like slippers like standing over like this little nose arc over here sea sea of water but yep so that's over those are my updates um beautiful yeah I have a I have a huge fan in my apartment so Libby is are they your biggest fan literally though (laughs) literally I saw you tag them on TikTok how many jokes can I possibly make by having this big fan in my apartment right now exactly. all right well we have a really great episode coming up for you guys and we're really excited for you to hear it we are welcoming noah sellers who is a brooklyn native and account executive for a health company called care and wear and teaches basketball on the side and he's single girls yep and noah is an interesting pick as he is known for having many many strong opinions when it comes to dating. So today in particular, we're going to speak about his favorite topic to debate, the age old question, can guys and girls be just friends? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out today, everybody. Girls, how do we start every podcast? So we start every podcast out with our relationship statuses of the week. So Noah, if you could fill us in on your relationship status of the week, any fun things that happened to you this week, um, whether it be dates, life, we are ready to hear it here at Schmuck Boys. Sounds good to me. Well, first off, thanks for having me on the podcast, guys. Great to be here. Um, I guess for this week, I am single, but there's someone that I'm currently seeing. Um, Going on dates here and there. Uh, This week, we actually went to, the past week, we went to a Nets game which is awesome, like finding somebody that uh, is interested in the things that you are also. So it kind of makes the conversations go a little bit smoother, kind of uh, have more of an exciting time. So that was cool. And then I'm actually going up to Albany uh, today, uh, later today after this podcast to uh, go see some friends from back in school. Oh, wait, when are you coming back from Albany? My uh, my friend Mike, He he's from Germany. He's moving back over there. So they're having like a surprise going away party for him. That's so nice. And for those of you who don't know how Noah ended up here is my boyfriend, Jack and Noah are very close friends from college. So that's the connection there. Yep. No prior experience to this type of stuff at all. So Mr. Noah Sellers, how were you introduced to dating? Introduced to dating? Yeah. What were the vibes? Uh, I guess it was just, there was like, for the most part, regular vibes. I mean, I grew up in a pretty, I I am Jewish. So like, 
uh, but I still grew up in a pretty non-traditional, non-religious household, except for my grandmother, who like I feel like uh, for post-Jewish grandmothers, always, especially from like what I hear from you guys, always push for that. You know, when, when are you going to find somebody? When are you going to date somebody? So like even from a young age, that's kind of like always stuck in your mind. Um, but for me, like, you know, growing up, it was just a typical like figuring out everything that you can on your own, like flirting, meeting through different friends and just kind of seeing where the date goes and figuring it out as you go along. But that's really it. There was never really any pressure to uh, dating for my family, like never until now. Now it's getting to like the oh, like when are you going to when are you go find someone? I'm like, Take it easy. And you're 23 or 24? 23. 23. The classic, when are you going to settle down, find a nice Jewish girl type of thing? Exactly, exactly. They're they're all waiting, and uh, so am I. Okay, so our listeners know by by now why the three of us are qualified to talk about dating. Why are you qualified to talk about it? Uh... I mean, I've been on my fair share of dates. I mean, there's no, there's nothing. What's a really fair bad. share? What's a fair share? 150. Come on, Noah. Can't, can't count them, Libby. Can't count them. No. But, um. Fair. Yeah, no, there's, there's really nothing that would make me qualified more than the sense that, like, I've been on dates. I've, you know, you know, had friendships. I've been to college. I've dated, you know, someone for a year and a half. I've had, you know fun times for a night and we just take you know kind of take it from there just like between two ends of the spectrum and uh you know it's it's stuff that does interest me that so i like talking about it like i study stuff like this like psychology social relationship books i think like that stuff is interesting just a quick question though when when was like your first kiss like age wise just so we can get like a timeline for everything uh like probably like 12, 11, 12, around that age. Yeah. Okay, we can rock with it. We can rock with it. We can rock with that. Totally. And so do you only date Jewish people? And did you, if so, do you ever question why that is? Do you ever question whether you should only date Jewish people? So what's funny is, and like I think it has to do with the way that I grew up, I actually have only dated one Jewish person. Um, and I think that's because like, maybe I see myself as someone who's not as religious. So like, I don't want to impede on anybody else's, you know, thoughts and views, but for, yeah, for the most part, I've actually dated outside of, uh, Judaism. Have you ever questioned that at any point in your life? Like whether you want to give your thoughts to yourself. I feel like I've met some guys who once they got into their twenties, and we're kind of similar. They never really cared about it. And then once mm-hmm. they started getting into relationships that could potentially, you know, lead to, you know, more serious things, it was something that started to maybe, not that they were like switching to only dating Jews, but they, it definitely crossed their mind a bit more than maybe when they were in college or high school. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been a thought in my mind, especially like, you know, Libby actually got me into going to Shabbat. So like, I like now I even have been a couple of times, even when her and Jack aren't there. So like I have like I guess I am becoming more in touch with uh with that side of things, but at the same time I did grow up in a split household. Like mm-hmm. uh, the the guy that was in my life uh, as the father figure, he was uh, Catholic. So we celebrated Christmas, we celebrated Hanukkah. So like for that, it never really meant anything to me. But I guess uh like we'll just see where it goes. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. 
And so do you think at least, so you said half and half, would you say there's more pressure to marry on your mom or your dad, your mom who's Jewish or your dad who's Christian? Like, do you feel like there's a battle within that? Uh, more, probably more so with my mom. Like she, you know, she, you know, it's a typical, the mom, the whole mom thing. She, you know, make sure her little boy is, is good to go. But yeah, like I said, just still trying to figure out everything. Totally. As I'm sure you guys are as well. But you're dating Jack. Nothing <laughs> to figure out. That's it. Nothing to figure out, as I said. No, he's perfect. What are you talking about? I have to figure out how to dress. I have to figure out where we're going to eat. It's stressful out there. Yeah, that's true. You do dress him. Would <laughs> be dresses, Jack. Like, no, he, he does a lot of it on himself. Like, look at his shoes for crying out loud. I'm proud of him. Proud of you, Jack. You bought him some cool clothes. Yeah, Libby, you've definitely had a great impact on this love. That's true. You know, he said to me in passing one day, he was like, you got all these, like, free brand deals. Do you think I could ever, like, get one? <laughs> and now, like, is he, is he a gold mom. digger? No. Are, are you his sugar mom? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, he, he, like, fully loves and supports, which is, like, so great. Like, he was actually one of the first people to like buy my Cheryl Cohen merch I was like wow okay like where's it at the gym they're like what's Camp Cohen I'm like he's like my girlfriend's like fake camp that she makes on TikTok <laughs> for the record I did buy a Cheryl Cohen t-shirt and I do own it so I love that for you it's like, a vibe and now I get little advertisements to my email about once a month <laughs> like oh like don't forget to order more Cheryl Cohen swag and I'm like, me, I swear it's like the online web, like the website keeps sending me these notifications. I'm just like, um, I, I have one. Thank you. Yeah, we got to get Noah decked out. Absolutely. Yeah. We also got to get Noah some schmuck boys apparel. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is oh, true. So everywhere. As you should. So how do you think, so you never went to a Jewish day school, right? Right. What do you think the difference between someone who grew up with the Jewish day school versus like a secular day school would affect like Jewish dating. I mean, from what I've heard, it's it's more like, and, and there's nothing wrong with it, but it's more in regards to like finding something more serious. Um, even from like a young age, I feel like it's always pushed. Um, so I feel like that's the difference. Because when you're in public school, like you're surrounded by you know people of you know every different religion, every race, and you kind of just it's mostly especially when you're a young guy or young kid, young boy, you're kind of, uh, everything is like a challenge. It's like, Oh, go, go talk to her. Oh, she rejected you. Ah, get the next one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like that's, the, that's the different sense where I feel like, and I could be completely wrong, but like hearing it from Jack, Dan, like a couple of other, my Jewish friends that did go to, you know, day school. Um, they, it's always like, Oh, like, did you ask her out? Where, where are you guys going to go? And it's always like a premeditated thing as opposed to just seeing where things go sure like there's more pressure on like the future absolutely what do you think are some of the problems that young jews face when it comes to dating i mean i think it's a systemic issue as funny as that sounds like automatically off the bat like when you're jewish especially like as a guy now today like um you're automatically seen and at least it's how i feel you're automatically seen as like corny you know no moves, can't dance, you know, can't cook, whatever. And I think that kind of trickles down into 
Jewish dating also. So I think when it comes down to that, you already have a limited option based off of what other people see you as. Mm-hmm. Noah's just happy that he's like over six foot. So yes, six foot, but not a doctor. He's like, you know, the combination of my non-Jewish father and my Jewish mother led me to good places. <laughs> like I said, are you like, are six. you a solid six foot? Or are you like six one? Or are you like five eleven saying you're six foot? Ooh, we're rocking six three. He's tall. Okay. He's, okay. he's a tall one, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm a tall one. <laughs> he's tall. I'm a classified tall one. That definitely yeah. gives you an advantage. That's my whole personality. I walk in the room, I'm like, yep, I'm tall. That's it. How you doing? How often are you the tallest guy in a room? Mm-hmm. For me, not too typically, because like, basketball is like my main thing. So um, sometimes you'll see. What me. about at Jewish events? At Jewish <laughs> events, it's me and uh, and Rabbi. That's it. <laughs> Noah's out here towering to see which Jewish girls are cute enough. <laughs> absolutely. I'm looking over at everyone. Truly, making absolutely no eye contact, which is why no conversation <laughs> at all. So we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty. You know, we're just warming you up a little bit. Can guys and girls be friends before dating? Can they be friends after dating? And can they be friends at all? Feel free to take your time with this one, Noah. Sounds good, Libby. <laughs> um, Isn't this fun, guys? So fun. <laughs> um, all right, so before I get into that, let me preface it with this. And I want you guys to answer too. What do you consider the definition of a friendship the definition of just a friendship just um, a friendship wow okay. any, any question and wow. ask us the question I, you know what? i respect that i, I respect mm-hmm. you turning the question on us briefly um sure. the interviewers become the interviewees there you go it's, it's the styles of me but i want to know go ahead I, I think a friendship is like a low pressure situation i think that you know you care about one another you want to support one another but I think like the main thing for me is that like, it shouldn't be hard to have a friendship. It should be like very seamless, very, you know, my friend has something going on. I'm going to be there for them. I know they'll do the same in return, but like, if I'm not texting, calling like 24 seven, like that doesn't mean our friendship isn't strong. It just means like, you know, when we do talk, like we'll pick it up where it was like an hour ago, you know, like I definitely think that it just needs to be like a chill situation and you know that they have your back. That That's my definition of a friendship. Okay. I think there's different levels of friendship. So it can be kind of hard to say. I was just going to say that. Thank you, Marla. <laughs> Libby had the same thought. We had it at the same time. I just happened to speak first just so everyone knows. But she had the same thought. So, like, I have some close friends that I that I talk to every day. And I also have really close friends that I don't get to talk to every day, but like they're just as close as the ones that I do talk to every day. It's kind of depends on the circumstances of like people's lives and how busy they are. But I also have people that I consider like good friends, but not close friends. And I people I consider like friends, but not good friends, not close friends. So it kind of depends. Um, but I definitely agree at the bare minimum, a friend is someone that either that would reach out to you when you're dealing with something or that you would reach out to them when you're dealing with something. Even if it's just to say like, even if it's just like one text, like a short thing, 
I think being there for someone when they're going through something, supporting them through something is like the basic level of a friendship. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of like defining moments of like who your true friends are. Like you'll be in a situation and you'll know in that moment, like who your true friends are. Okay. First of all, I want to start off by saying levels of friendship can always change. Fair. Yes. Friends cannot be friends anymore. I agree with that. Boy, girl, anything, you know, people can have friends for a long time. They can mess up and they're not friends anymore. Stuff happens. Okay. What I will say is that, you know, when you're a basic friend, I'm not talking best friend. I'm not talking close friend. When you're a basic friend, it's like Marla said, like the bare minimum, you feel like you can go to them about something. They feel like they can go to you about something. There's a mutual respect. You probably hang out in similar groups and maybe you hang out alone a few times, but maybe not like all the time. When you're like close friends, this is someone you like really, really go to when you have something going on. You know, you mutually respect each other's lives, whether it be the relationships as in friendships with other people or actual dating, you're usually around that person's relationship if you're a close friend, right? Like, for example, you're a close friend. You're around me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. obviously different situation, but like when someone's like a close friend, like they're involved in that person's life, whether it be their relationship or their job or their family. And I would also say then you have friends who are also family, mm-hmm. you know? friends who are around all the time they know your parents you grew up with them like so and then you also have friends where you've dealt with something really big together and you bonded from it but there's so many different types of friends like or mutual friends right we're mutual friends so therefore we're friends because we met that one time and like we have a group chat together but we don't hang out for long so usually friend is like the middle ground of someone you can communicate with or remotely trust in some way. Yep. See, we spoke about this. So you had time to get, you know, you had time to you know, get us <laughs> together and get against me, but it's cool. But it's cool to see like everybody has a different view. But for me, there's a clear, clear distinction between like what a friend is compared to like an acquaintance, for example. To me, a friend is like, like you guys said, like someone that's there for you. But for me, it's more about like, and again, it doesn't have to be an everyday talking type of situation, but someone who you know is there, you could confide in, you know, hang out with and and uh, ultimately see them as like family, as opposed to just knowing someone, having conversations, wanting to get to know them and still having like a connection that's there. But to me, that's more of an acquaintance than a friend. So for that, to kind of transition into the question. No, I do not think uh, guys and girls can be friends. And I know off the bat, it seems like the immature thing to say. You know, we have this this uh, social media fight between guys and girls. Ah, no, it's just men. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. And they make things awkward, which is true. We're so f***ing strange. I don't know if I can curse. I apologize. It's PG-13. You We're so schmucking strange. Schmucking strange. And um, so I think the clear dis- distinction between friendship and friends is needed for that but the main reasons i don't think that guys and girls can be friends is mostly because i think that there's always some type of not even like understanding there's kind of like an how do i even put this like you just kind of know when there's something more like you don't want to necessarily engage with someone 
that you wouldn't be interested in. And I know, let me, let me, you know, stop right there. Right. But I'll stop right there before I continue with that. I think there's three outliers and I kind of told Libby about this, where guys and girls can be friends. I think when you've known right. the person, his exceptions, his exceptions, there are exceptions. So when you've known the person almost your entire life, your family knows them, you've known them since you were young, you literally know everything about that person. You could end up being friends with them. But even then, that's sometimes like a spark can happen. Anything you don't know where that's going to end up. Second one is, you know, if the person just doesn't like, you know, the opposite gender or whatever they're uh, into. So it becomes not like there's no tension. There's no there's no spark. Like nothing can come out of it because there's no expectations because you two like completely different things. Um, and then the third one, and Libby and I talked about this, is traumatic experiences. Um, when you go through something traumatizing, all vulnerability is out the door. Um, you know, things kind of come together and a friendship can be built. But even then, also something can spark. So those are the three exceptions, I think, that where friendship can happen. Other than those exceptions, I don't think so. To me, it's either um, the guy likes the girl. Or the girl likes the guy. What do you define as like? What I define as like? Um, someone that like you're just attracted to. Like you can find somebody attractive and not be interested in talking to them, but someone that you're attracted to, but you want to, you know, start up a conversation with. At least from a guy's perspective, and I could be wrong, I'm not generalizing all guys, but for the most part, outside of like a party setting or a group setting, if it's a one-on-one situation, a guy or a girl will not go up to somebody that they do not find attractive. And to me, once you don't find somebody attractive, all fr- once you find somebody attractive, all friendship kind of goes out the door. I don't know about you guys. I don't find my friends attractive. That's me personally. You, are you saying your girl, your, all your friends that are girls, you don't think they're attractive? My, like, That's so not true. Is that what no, you're saying? Let me put you on the spot. No, it's not even a matter of putting on the spot. So like I have what I consider actually friends are for like in terms of girls are my two friends that I've known since I was like 11 years old. And like, I see them as practically family at this point. The rest it's like, it's not, again, it's not that you can't talk to them. It's not that you can't, you know, want to get to know them. It's not that you can't be in a situation where you're just hanging out. But to me, that's not friendship. The rest are acquaintances. The rest are acquaintances. Exactly. I think you can recognize someone as being attractive without being attracted to them. Absolutely, but all right. So tell me. So are you saying that your girl, the friend, the girls that you're friends with, are not attractive, and you're not attracted to them, or are they attractive but you're not attracted to them? It could it could go either way. Like one of them, hundred percent, like hundred percent attracted to. I would even date in a heartbeat. She doesn't see me that. She doesn't see me that way. How do you know? Did you did you put in spoken about it? I have, I'm very open about it. Yeah, wheel it in, throw the bait, throw the line. But you're friends. See how it goes. So is that from a standpoint of like, like yes, we're friends, but I've also known her since we were very young. Okay. So like, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to ruin that friendship. The exception. Right, it's part of the exception. So like, that's kind of where it goes for me. There's exceptions to the rule. That's okay. There you go. Okay. Well. Okay, so obviously you have these exceptions. 
see if you are friends with someone you were attracted to you mm-hmm. prove that it's possible to be friends and consider family i will also say that there's an element of amount of time some people can come closer like together as friends in a shorter amount of time so like let's say you know there's a girl and a boy and boys attracted to the girl but they became close really 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 quickly like as if their family as if those 11 years happened but nothing happens he respects it and they see each other as friends his feelings towards her will never go away it's always with the expectation that you can see yourself with the person hoping for a chance to like, maybe like, oh, it, like in your example, maybe she'll one day say, you know what? Like, let's just give this a shot. Not but to that's say that, a lot of work to just be friends for a potential shot. Like, don't you think? Like, you would think about it, but it's not, it's not in the back of the mind. I mean, it is in the back of the mind. It's never, it's never like upfront. It's a subconscious thought. It's never like, oh, I'm just going to hang out with her because maybe one day she'll start going out. It's more of, hey, like we hang out, we have a good time. I'm also attracted to her, but maybe something could change coming out. Right. You know, you're not, it's not something that you think about. It just becomes natural at that point. But once it's, once it's known, that that's it. So let's say you want to date a girl. Mm-hmm. She's really cute. You meet online. You're vibing so hard. But guess what? She has like 40 guy friends. When she's mm-hmm. not with you, she she's hangs Libby. Out. <laughs> she hangs out with she's Libby. She's she Libby. Out, she's hangs out with guy one alone. They get dinner. She posts a snap. She hangs out with guy five plus his four friends and also takes a snap. Her picture smiles. They're all her BFFs. She can't make friends with females. Mm-hmm. But these guys, like, look out for her. They're loyal. They're nice to you uh, um, if you decide you want to meet them. Okay. Right. Uh, what do you do when you see this on social media? Mind you, you guys have been talking for a while and you didn't know. Like, is this someone you would cut off specifically because of that? Not me personally. But I think that comes down to an individual security standpoint. Like, to me, like, if I'm going to be dating someone, I'm going to know off the bat or, like, hope that I could build the trust to know, like, you know, if she has these guy friends, if they were to come on to her, then she would, you know, she would turn it down. Or if she didn't, at but least you like, won't trust them. You saying you would trust her. Not that I would like, again, you kind of get a feel for, for each person. You know, if they're not, if they're good guys, they're nice guys. They're chill. I have like, again, I have no problem with the fact that like there's interaction. I feel like this is like the miscommunication that often happens with these conversations. It's not like, <laughs> Guys and girls, two separate boxes, don't talk to each other. Like, you can hang out with each other. But again, like, the whole definition of friendship is my main thing. Like, it it really just comes down to But let's say she goes to these, I'm going to push it further. Let's say she goes to these guy friends about Mm -hmm. her issues with you guys in the relationship because those are her best friends. At least one of them is going to tell you to cut the dude off. At least one of them because they secretly want to get with you. And if I could be completely wrong about this. I'm not a female. But if any of you three just think back to any guys you thought were friends, but then suddenly came out and, and talked to you and were like, you know, it's like, you know what? Like Marla, Libby, Maxine, like I, you know, 
I just, I like you. <laughs> that changes. So anyone said it like that, I like you. I, would- I think they look for like the inopportune times though, because I can look back to my past and remember like having who I did think were guy friends mm-hmm. and like right when I was really vulnerable in a situation I was in or like right when like I was having issues with like a significant other or like getting out of a situation that's when they pounce like that's when they're like oh by the way and I'm just like absolutely not like and then I'll distance myself like if that happens like I genuinely will distance myself because I personally like I know you're saying like guys girls can't be friends I have guy friends I don't have too many guy friends but I have guy friends and the second one of them tries to get a little too like into that Mm -hmm. like I will distance because I cannot like I cannot compartmentalize like that like I need to like have that separation and like yes like I'm in a relationship now of course and like now is like a totally different like situation but like when I was single and like whenever I have been single if a guy friend does try to like genuinely you know make a move like that's when I distance and that's when I get scared let's say you were involved with a person like let's say you were involved with a person like in a relationship or casual can you ever become friends with them if that ends not even close you don't think so not even the slightest again like you could talk to them here and there you could catch up and see how things are doing you could go hang out but it wouldn't be like the relationship that you had before it wouldn't turn into a friendship there's too much past there there's too many things that you've gone through now I'm thinking in a sense of like how you know Marla is queen at that by the way she will absolutely wrong you in a sentence and I hope I hope she does you're queen at staying friends with people in your past Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I try, I try to. But again, it would be, and it sounds schmucked up, it would be friends in her mind, but maybe not necessarily in the other person's mind. Yeah, I feel like it's so, like, for me, it's so circumstantial. Like, I think that, you know, if I had something casual with someone, we went on a few dates, it didn't work out, like, and it's very clear that, like, later on, like, okay, like, we do vibe as friends, and I do have that situation with a few people, like, I feel like that, that can sometimes happen, but the second that person tries to, like, bring it up again, like, you're cut off, but, but if, if I had something serious, bring it up again, they were never friends with you in the first place, exactly, and then I, then I feel betrayed, then I feel like my trust is totally betrayed, I'm like, that's it, but, you know, if, for example, you weren't playing serious, I don't think you can be friends with a serious ex of yours. Like I literally, like when I got out of my last relationship, I was like, oh, you know, we got, we we were so great. It's just like, it didn't work as a relationship. Give it a few months. We'll be friends. Like that was the funniest thing I ever said to myself because literally like I, I, I will never talk to that person again. You know, like if I see them in public, great. We'll be fine. Like, hello, civil. Nice to see you. Like, how's life and it has happened by the way we did run into each other but like other than that like I like I could never be friends with a person that I was in a serious relationship and like some people disagree with that like I know some couples ex-couples that like are friends now and it blows my mind it's like what do you think about that that like actually you know became friends but I gotta ask with those that you do know are any of them dating someone else currently because then when you start dating somebody and And you're like i'm friends with my ex that's a huge red flag to me like anytime i've like gone out with a guy or like 
started seeing someone and like they're like oh yeah like my ex is yeah my ex is my friend you'd be like get away from me yeah like that's that's guys okay Marla I would say I'm more a friendly slash kind of friend to my exes I'm not like close friends with them but, like we are like we talk once in a while but like mm-hmm. there's literally nothing there and they know that right and one of them know. definitely feels the same way that there's nothing there. The other one is goes back and forth. <laughs> but Marla, Marla, let's let's go back to our dear friend Noah's definition here. Those are now acquaintances. They're yeah. not fair, fair. Okay. I think I think there's another factor that we're not talking about slash potential. I guess you could say exception, and I feel like something that can play into this is the idea of time. And what I mean by that is like, right, like when you first meet someone that's like, that you think is, you know, objectively attractive, it's like right, the new shiny toy. You could be into them, you could be attracted to them. Like I've definitely met guys in my life at like pre-games or parties and they're kind of like a part of the friend group or part of the friend, like the crew. And I think they're attractive. And like, you know, the first, you know, few times I've seen them at parties and stuff, I'm like, oh, like maybe I'd be into that. Like maybe hook up with them. Like maybe I would try to like, you know, go out with them. But then like you hang out with them like enough times in group settings. And it's not like you're no longer into them, but you kind of they're no longer new and shiny. And so you're kind of like, oh you know what? Yeah, they're attractive, but like, no, like I don't really care. Like there's nothing wrong with them. You're not like unattracted to them. But you're just kind of like, oh like I've been hanging out with them long enough. I'm just not feeling like it just feels too like friend vibe at this point. Like I definitely like, on. Yeah, like you can get the ick. Like that's a thing. Oh, I don't even mean the ick though. I don't even mean the ick. Like, like, like someone can be attractive, someone can be hot, and then you get to know them, and you're like, ew. But like, say my friend. Okay. Like, that is true. I can't believe I ever thought you were hot. I do okay, agree. Well, I do agree. Wait, real quick. I do agree that ick is. That's totally, totally, totally a thing. But I also think sometimes there doesn't even need to be an ick. It can literally just be like you spend enough time with them in a friend setting that you go from seeing them as this like new shiny attractive toy to just like, oh, like another dude in the crew. Is okay, it so Noah, Noah just asked a very important question and I feel like I need to explain it because I'm the queen of this. He asked what the ick is. The ick. <laughs> you don't know the ick? The egg is when you're either you're seeing someone or you're getting to know someone and early on in the stages of getting to know them before any, it, I mean, it could be like the very beginning of a relationship or even before you become official mm-hmm. and you're going out with this person and they just do things or do even one thing that just causes you to have the most cringe-worthy effect on you. And, and it could be totally like, irrational. It's ick. Like it could be so irrational. It could be as it could be like, and in my opinion, it could be something like legit where it's like, oh, like we went out and he said some like crazy stuff and like I'm grossed out by that. Mm-hmm. Right. Or it could literally be like he's wearing flip-flops with long pants and like that's disgusting to me. And I'm gonna go throw up like like that's the it though like it could be as like legit and like oh like I don't like his politics I don't yeah, like the he way was he to the weight staff all the he, he didn't offer to pay like those can be like legit x and then it could be like oh my god like he doesn't know how to dress or like oh my god like the way he, he sat down was weird Oh my god, the yeah. way he speaks is like what like it could be anything. You guys yeah. got a long checklist. 
holy shit. And that could literally literally a girl's head. brain when you first start seeing her is by far the scariest thing for oh, a man. Yeah. Her brain is like, is this an ick? Is that an ick? Am I into this? Am I not into this? The way he holds so then do you completely cut do you completely cut that interaction off with those people? Sometimes or do you, or do you it depends. Them? Sometimes and it can be overcome. But not always. Sometimes it just sticks in the back of your head and you can't stop thinking about it. Uh, yeah. I, I think it also goes back to, we talked about this before when we played the game Cuter Cringe. It can also help you figure out if you really like someone. Because if you really are into someone, something that's like honestly kind of off or strange that they do, you're like still going to be into them. But if like right. they do something strange or weird and you're like turned off enough by it, like the cause goes to show you you weren't really that into them because you can't get over it, especially if it's like a minor thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, also, it's gross. <laughs> also, like, I just want to say, too, like, going back to the being friends after, I will say that the most famous place where that happens is camp, because camp is a made-up universe, and then when you leave camp, everyone's friends. In my opinion, I think camp is the most successful way to, if you had something, you know, you keep having to go back, you keep being forced in this place, and then you get out. You, you, you still friends with anybody from camp? yeah like my first kiss from camp when I was like 12 like (laughs) we literally just saw each other like we saw each other a lot throughout the years like we stayed friendly like friendly that's a different oh but like no but but I say like in general out of acquaintances that's what you have no I will say it's a lot easier too when like nothing really comes of it also Mm -hmm. but like I'm saying, like, most camp flings are just very, like, camp. Like, what stays in camp stays in camp. You're in a bubble. You're wearing camp goggles. But then what happens, Libby, when, like, you know... Also, doesn't camp happen when you're, like, the the ages of, like, 8 to 14? (laughs) Maybe, like, 16. But... I, I kind I kind of agree and I disagree. You, you get what I'm saying though? I get what I'm saying, but full disclosure, Libby and I went to the same camp. And I think that the thing with sleep Jewish sleepaway camp specifically, I think that you know you do a lot of like emotional activities together. You get really like bonded, you know, kind of like like I don't know. There's a lot of like this togetherness. Like you mm-hmm. see these people like for eight weeks straight nonstop. I definitely think that, you know, I had a lot of friends at camp that guy friends at camp um, that I was just kind of like, okay, like these are like legit friends, but you were also 12. Yeah. But that, that's the thing. So then, I mean, I agree and I disagree. I agree that like camp, you know, it's, it's this bubble, you know, you have your camp goggles on and like, it is what it is, but then what happens if, you know, camp is over right? and they keep reaching out like then, then what? (laughs) I can't even speak to that. All I do know is that my aunt and uncle went to Jewish sleepaway camp and they said it was awesome. So I'm it was awesome. It was amazing. I, really, I really wish you had that experience. Honestly, I feel like if you went to a sleepaway camp, things would be so different for you. Like the amount I, did of like, people, I did like a two day trial. The amount that, of people who just slept in the same bed just cause they like weren't into each other at camp. Like that was a thing. Not yeah. in my bunk. <laughs> oh my God, it was all the time. All the time. Libby was like, I had a different guy in my bed every night. (laughs) (laughs) No, not me. Not me. No, 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 no. Not me. Not me. First of all, I was like scared of boys. (laughs) I feel feel like this is completely different from the like the real world, like what Maxine 
but that's what I'm trying to say. It's different. Like I think that could be another exception. Wait, I just want okay. an exception. Okay. When I, um, when I was in preschool, my two best friends were guys. I, I'm, I'm sure they're doing great now. Mar- well, actually, recently, <laughs> Libby helped me reconnect to a childhood friend of mine. Not oh, too long ago. That's true. that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll make we'll we'll make Jewish sleepaway camp and preschool experiences part of these. Okay. Things. All right. So talking about this best friends, you know, growing up, right? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jews are more likely to fall in love into the dating your best friend situations because they're surrounded not just like by the people they get along with, but by Jews, which already helps them cross off one of their boxes? Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's what's what's pushed and that's what feels most comfortable you know ultimately you know people try to combat against it but it really is true the person that you're most comfortable with you know the most is usually the person that you want to end up dating um and unless like you only see that person as a friend and that for the most part comes down to guys and i don't know if you guys have ever thought about this but from a young age as a guy like you're taught Maybe not so much anymore, but at least like when I was growing up, you're taught like you got to be the one, you know, go, go out, go flirt, go try to go do the pickup lines, everything. You know what I mean? And it's engraved in the head for the guy to go up to the girl. So if that doesn't happen, usually that there's that connection is just not there. So I think it's pushed to kind of go back to it. It's pushed from a young age. If you have a person that, you know, from a young age and you grow up together, you're good friends, you, you ultimately uh, I think it's an easier transition to end up dating them in the long run. Sure. What are your thoughts when it comes to, and this goes back to like the friends thing, right? Close friends that could be attracted to each other as in like their sexualities match up, mm-hmm. going to each other when they have relationship problems or they need relationship advice. It's always going to be a skewed answer. Like you're never going to get a straight up answer. They'll tell you it's a straight up answer. But if, <laughs> if let's say one person who only sees it as like only sees the other as a friend and they're talking about their relationship issues, but the person they're talking to sees them in a different light. Almost all the time, they're going to be like, Oh, like, you know, I don't want to tell you what to do and I respect your relationship, but, and then there's always the, but there's always, you know what I mean? There's always, you know, uh, is, is she right for you? Is he right for you? Uh, you know, what are you going to do about it? Like, you know, if you need to talk, I'm here. That's the thing. If you need to talk, I'm here. And I think when you're giving that friendly advice, uh, usually there's ulterior motives. That's just my opinion. Spicy. I mean, I feel like most of the people I went to, I mean, honestly, I feel like when you grow up, you go to less and less people when you have something small mm-hmm. because like it's just between the two people who are dating. And I think that's a whole other episode to talk about, like how to deal with your own like stuff. Right. Um, obviously, if something's really big, I think you should like get an opinion or like ask like a close friend, not like tell the world. Um, but what do you think about the aspect of you know going to that person for advice like you know like your guy friend giving you advice if only they're giving you advice like you're not going to think twice about it well i think you shouldn't just go to that guy friend or girlfriend like you should end up going to like 
your close friends and like it's always good to have somebody that you're comfortable with um and has a different perspective like you're going to be able to figure out the best case scenario and ultimately make a decision for yourself based on what you think is going on through your own head and your significant others at the same time um at least that's what i think a rational person would do but yeah like going up to them like the like the friend situation just doesn't work and a lot of people put themselves there and I kind of want to tie this in. I think uh, also for like the Jewish community, like, you you know, I grew up with it and it's not that I'm not a good kid. Like I grew up with my mom and my sister and like, you know, we're, we're taught like good values, good morals, how to treat women with respect, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's, it should be a given. Unfortunately, not everybody has handed it, but they're taught and they teach their kids. They teach these, you know, young Jewish guys um, what they think they want in a guy. Not mm-hmm. that they don't want respect, but they, they teach them like, oh, like all these wonderful things that they think women want. And ultimately, it just ends up in a woman seeing a guy as a friend. Right. There's no spark there. There's no connection because you're just agreeing. You're you're offering, you know, you're offering like comfortability. And like you, you have to be a little bit uncomfortable in order to not, not like in a toxic way. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a little bit of tension in order to create like a spark, if, if that makes sense. Are you saying what girls think they want, what they actually want, not the same thing? And yeah, absolutely. Well, mm, yeah. You can with this one, Noah. Let me let me word this one carefully. No, it's not that you don't know what you want. Everybody wants, you know, sustainability. They want comfortability. They want a partner. They want somebody to to you know to love, to have a good time with, and all the above. Um, but you know, I think combativeness. And, you know, different energies is definitely a a good relationship to have because when you ultimately, you know, have the same person that has the same interests as you. And again, mostly comes down to the way that a guy approaches. If if a guy comes up to you at a bar or wherever he meets you and just like, oh, my God, you hear the same typical line. I'm sure you you're so beautiful. Let me let me buy you a drink. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like you hear that so often to where like there's nothing interesting. But a guy comes up to you and he specifically notices, I don't know, like the the purple and black shoes you wear. I don't know. I'm just giving an example. And he's like, oh, like, you know, you're rocking those. The, you know, what can they do on the dance floor? You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. Like, you know what That's I mean? That's smooth. But like, it, it's just an example. You're rocking it on the dance floor. You know what I mean? It's corny, but like, it, it's something different. Like you're creating that little bit of tension. It's not just a typical like, oh, let me, let me go say something that I think she wants to hear, if that makes sense. True. Yeah, that makes sense. Shout out to uh, to Daniel and his life insurance line. Oh, oh my gosh! You're doing your homework. I like it. The life insurance line. That one murdered me. That was Libby. We were all like, "Oh my god!" Libby was like, "You guys are freaking kidding me!" And then, <laughs> yeah, and then why are you hyping this up? too. The beneficiaries. I was like, you know what? This man's got a solid plan. This man, that's that guy's life figured out. That's what we do have to say about our dear friend Daniel. <laughs> you know what? We we usually play this game called cute cringe, which you mentioned before. But with you, we designed our own game. Oh god. It's called Friends Are Dating. Okay. Would you like to play? Uh sure. Let's do it. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so first, friends are dating. When a guy on birthright visits you afterwards. 
he's trying to he's trying to hook up with her. he's not he's, he's you know what i mean he doesn't know her well enough he knows her from israel he's neither one you can't put me in that <laughs> he knows her from hey some people here meet people in israel and- yeah that's true um, of course you did you know okay, israel, right. you maxine hit, hit him with the next one Go ahead. Okay. Well, based on our conversations about sleepaway camp, when people say long-term camp friends, are they just friends or are they trying to date? It's long-term, so they're friends. Okay. Oh, I have exceptions of my own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Surprising. When they're there for you whenever you cry. There for when you cry? They're mm-hmm. trying to date. They're trying to date. Okay, all right. When his Jewish mom keeps calling when they're together, are they friends or dating? The mom wants them to date, so they're dating. <laughs> the mom. They're on the track. They're <laughs> calling. All right, we'll take it, we'll take it. Okay, so for this one, it's when he invites you to meet his family early on in your friendship. Friendship. Oh, he's trying to date. Guys don't just bring people to their family's house. But you, but it's an exception if you've known these people your whole life, of course. And like you've known if, again, you've known them since you're younger. The family knows you already, and you're going over. Sure, then yeah, it would be friendship. You just you're just being them, and it's been like a month or two, and he introduces you to his family, or she introduces you to her family. Nah, they're trying to date. All right, when they invite you to a Shabbat dinner. Ooh, that's a tough one. Because Shabbat, ooh, Shabbat dinner, uh, can't say, never done it. But if they specifically invite you, they're trying to date. Okay, all right. What about when he invites you to chill with his friends? Do you know the friends also? You're just meeting them. Mm. Or let's say they're not. Whatever, you get what we give you. He invites you to chill with the Friends, with okay. friend with the boys or whatever. We'll we'll give we'll give that one a friendship. Oh, okay. we'll give that one a friendship. Okay. Do you think on that note though? Do you think if a guy invites you to chill with his friends, like he sees you as like one of the boys, kind of like no. one of the boys, or is no. like, one of the boys? Are you no, trying to show you off? It's not, <laughs> not you're not one of the boys. Like you, you got you got guy acquaintances and a couple of close friends. But it's not. There's no expectations. It's he, he's not putting himself in an uncomfortable situation to see you in a dating scenario. What about if you live with the guy friend and you both are dating people? What? Well, you've spoken about this before. If you're living with the guy friend and you're both does in he fall under any of the exceptions that I said earlier? Maybe not. Don't no, maybe not. That means yes, because you looked away as you said it. So, <laughs> no, but and this, any... let's pretend I'm saying this is a, a not me. Like this is a situation. And and they just ended up living together. Yep. They're gonna end up doing They're something. both dating. Do you think guys and girls can live together? Out, outside of a relationship standpoint? Yeah. No. Yeah, You're wrong. Oh no, I have a handful of friends that um like live mixed so do i and they've all hooked up with each other what? Might have, that might have never. Are you supporting Noah right now take it back 
my college house junior year was was four guys and three girls. College is different. College is different. And so in an outside real world scenario, and it's just you two together living with each other, Mm -hmm. there's going to be some tension. Maybe not necessarily just with each other, but if you end up dating someone else, it's just, it doesn't work. I know, I know one group of people that do it and they still hook up here and there. Messy. Okay. We'll go back to the game. Okay. When the two of you spend more time hanging out alone than you do in a group setting. Dating. Okay. He messages mutual friends about your hangout. Oh, he, 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 well, again, nothing just comes down to dating. He might just be trying to hook up, but we'll say dating. Okay. All right, so you got dinner as friends, and he texts you, thanks for dinner. Or, like, glad he's we not, got dinner. He's not taking you to dinner as a friend. You're a friend, you're getting lunch. But thanks for dinner, glad we got dinner. You pay for dinner. And the guy, and the and guy. the guy paid for himself. Uh, it's not. There's not enough details for this. This game is very flawed. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I feel like I need to take someone to give a lovely. Just to go against me. We just gotta give more details to like press him, I guess. So when when you go to dinner with the yep. guy friends, and you both pay for each other, and he says, "I'm so glad we got dinner." There's not enough to it. I'm gonna say dating. Okay. Because you're not gonna take. You're not gonna take the person out on for. Like, but you're not taking them out. You huh? both just decided it's time to get our weekly dinner because we're BFFFs. So you think if they're not part of the exception, they're dating. All right. Maxine. Okay. When you end up crashing in the same bed, but nothing happens. No, nah, I mean, like, you can't call it either one of these. I I can't. We'll say we'll say we'll say friends. We've broken him. Wait, he, like, said, friends. he said friends. He said friends. There's not enough details for any of these things. Okay, Wait. you're okay. You're really lit. It's after a party, and mm-hmm. they couldn't maybe go home and end up crashing in your bed with you. They're trying to like they're trying to hook up. Like there's there, there's got to be like hook up friend or like like you know what I mean like you know how there's marry kill whatever. Like, there's got to be, like, that third option. Uh, I feel like in a situation like that, the guy should then get up and go to the couch, in my opinion. All right, Marla, mm-hmm. next up. All right. You text constantly throughout the day. Uh, you're dating. You're trying to date. Uh, do you not text other... Do you text people? Of, of, of course. Again, like... But it comes down to like who everybody like has like different interests and the amount of, you know, like who they see in a different light and how close they are when they're talking. If I'm into someone like, yeah, like, you know, people like to play the game of like, you know, don't don't answer for a little bit, whatever. But like, ultimately, if you're into someone, you're, you're going to be focused on talking to that person. Like you're still going to be hitting up your friends and your family. But you, you can't tell me that growing up or even now, like. Like when you're talking to Libby, for example, you're talking to Jack. You can't tell me that you're like that is not your main focus of the day. Not that again, not that you don't have a life, but like he's he's that main person. Right. Okay. Well, this brings me to the last segue of a question: becoming friends with your boy's girl. Becoming friend. Oh, okay. So like, and I had no problem answering this. Um, 
So like, for example, Jack is, Jack is literally like family to me. So ultimately at the end of the day, his happiness is my happiness. It's corny. It's cute. It works. You ultimately become a part of that clip. You, you are part of the family. You're, you're part of like the friend group. So yes, that is a part of it, but ultimately, and it's kind of, it's going to sound messed up, but if you guys were to split up, like, I'm not friends with you. Like we're not, we're not talking. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You like, admit we're friends now. You just admitted we're friends now. You're your family at this point, Libby. You in the group. That's you in cute. you in you in the you're circle. Cool. But like that's how I grew up because that's how I view friendships and, and relationships. So you're a part of it. But and it's not that like if you guys were to ever split, it's not that I would be like, oh, like, you know, unless you did something that up Jack, but it's not like I would be, it's not like I would be like, oh, like, you know never talking to again like we'd be like ig friends you know what i mean but like we wouldn't we're like i, I like <laughs> we I, have a new term everybody we have a new okay, term IG friends. Friends. Right. no um, that's um, a thing that's a thing my, excuse me my ex's friends unfollowed me on instagram before he did i'm just putting that out there i'm just putting that out there i was like i did nothing wrong like you guys are just petty but okay <laughs> that's what it is everybody's got a different scenario libby i like your post i'll, I'll support I like your official. Post. Uh, and okay let's not talk about this okay oh, i don't plan gonna- on going anywhere <laughs> yeah libby's right. let me, let me here to stay that's great i'll i'll, I'll watch you guys break the glass and there's going to be people that combat against me. So if you got anything to say, please feel free to do so. Yes, Noah, um, we end all of our podcasts with the definition of a schmuck boy. So if you could please. Definition, give you a definition of a schmuck boy? What is your definition of a schmuck boy? Oh. One night stands all the way. No, oh, mo- no, emotion, no emotional attachment. Does he look a certain way? No. There's no particular look to a schmuck boy. Usually it's gonna be someone that, you know, you know, I guess looks a little bit better, but we're not gonna say that because it's 2022. Every, everyone's a stunner. Incredible. So officially this is Noah's first podcast debut, correct? My first podcast ever. Oh. Mazel. Mazel oh, I am. And Noah, where can where can the fans find you on, on social media? Uh I gotta even look up my handle. Maybe they want to DM you and, and and give you some like arguments back on your opinions. Give me some pointers. You're a female. Come try to be a friend with me. <laughs> if you're a female, come try to be a friend with me. Come try to be my friend. <laughs> I was taking female friend applications. Right now. Uh, NM underscore cell. S-E-L-L. Stunning. Beautiful. Noah. So make sure you hit up Noah. Thanks for having me, guys. And as always, guys, follow us on Instagram at schmuckboysofficial. Send us your DMs. You can also email us, schmuckboysofficial at gmail.com. Do you agree with Noah? Do you not agree with him? Do you have strong opinions of your own about certain, you know, um, controversial dating topics? So feel free to let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts. All right, schmuckboys out. Cause you're just a schmuck boy You're just a schmuck boy That's not enough boy Don't need another another schmuck boy Cause you're just a schmuck boy You're just a schmuck boy That's not enough boy Don't need another another schmuck boy